random art tips and rambles with Rafi. Hola, you amazing artist. It's Rafi. And Clee. And today we're going to talk about making the most of your quarantine as a creative. Yes, indeed. We're used to, as artists, being inside and being very solitary creatures because that's what we do. I think most creatives are pretty solitary. It's true. The most uh, interaction that we have with other people is when we're doing festivals or we're showing our art out in front of other people yeah or like you know going to the post office where we know the people are going to the grocery store yeah which I, now is a different animal yeah i mean it's all a different animal and i think that uh with everything that's going on and with social distancing um some people are having a difficult time a being lot inside. of people are having a difficult time yeah cabin fever is a very real thing and isolation is a very real thing and Completely uh, changing your daily habits is a very different thing. Yeah, it is something that's very serious. There was a there was a study that was done there on a tribe that uh, I forget where the tribe was. I can't remember exactly um, where it was that I saw the study, but they decided to study this tribe because one of the ways that they punished uh, their capital punishment was basically to turn their backs on the criminal. Okay. within the tribe. And so from that point on when they when they were punished, um everybody in the tribe pretended like they could not see them. So this oh. person would try to interact with the tribe and uh people would basically walk past them, not talk to them, ignore their existence so essentially. Not banishment, they were allowed to stay but no one was interacting with them. Right, no one was interacting with them. Uh they just just didn't exist. Wow. And eventually what would end up happening was in a lot of cases that person would die. Wow. Yeah. So like that's the extreme version of not being a part of a community, your routine completely changing. And so, yes, we are not experiencing that. No. None of us are being banished from our tribe or completely ignored. But I think that in this situation right now, a lot of people might be going through um, a little bit of that, feeling that isolation. Yeah, everyone to some degree is experiencing the fact that this is an upheaval of what we're used to. And I've read people saying, you know, email contact just isn't doing it for me right. as far as connection. And we're very, very social creatures. And the emotional impact that this is having on us is important to look at. Yeah, I think also uh, maybe the the feeling of not having enough productivity in your life, not yeah. doing, feeling like you're not doing enough. Oh, definitely. Uh, for for you know, and everybody's going through their own thing. There are people out there that are couples and they're together uh, during this quarantine. Some people are not used to having somebody who's who goes to work. Having their home. spouse at home, having their kids at home, having yeah. extended family, possibly having a new relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Having a new relationship and having to have the poop conversation. Yeah. I actually <laughs> read a really funny article about having to have the poop conversation with your new significant other <laughs> that you're cohabitating with. Those Where you walk into the bathroom and there's a little gift left in the toilet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're like, oh, we have to talk about poop etiquette. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast uh, is about making the most of your quarantine. And I do understand, like, this is our perspective. And everybody out there is dealing with this situation in a different way, in whichever way is more beneficial to them. Mm -hmm. So this is just uh, some of the stuff that 
we've thought about when it comes to being in quarantine, because, you know, it's you and I together Mm -hmm. hanging out every day, which is not very different from what we usually do. But there is a little bit of a different vibe, I think, because of what's going on, because it is worldwide, because anytime you turn on the news, it's uh, it it seems very discouraging out there. Yeah, the overarching feeling everywhere is just different right now. Yeah. So like in order to be able to get through this in a in a powerful way, I think us as creatives, it's remembering that a lot of creativity stems from having fun and a lot of creativity stems from, uh, you know, not losing your shit. Definitely. It's important to check in with yourself and emotionally. It, yeah. And at this point, like when you're, when you're with somebody and you're there and like people might be grating on your nerves. And I think a lot of it happens because, um, being knocked out of your routine. Yeah. Being knocked out of the, the, what you're used to doing. Being Even the, if your routine happens in your home. Yeah. Uh, things are different. Yeah. In one way, shape, or form, things are just different for everybody. I don't, I haven't come across anyone who has said, I'm completely unaffected. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, everybody to some one extent or another has been affected, some more extreme than others. Mm-hmm. I know that uh, there's a lot of uh, people out there when they're talking to creatives, they're talking about like, hey, you know what? It is time for you to take advantage of this time and be as creative as you possibly can, which I'm a big advocate of. Uh-huh. If you're an artist, I think at this time, this is the best time to just be creating stuff. Yeah. But also there's, there's a lot of emotions involved. So the, the first thing that I want to say before we get into our list of, of things, uh, for the quarantine to make the most of your quarantine is like, if you decide that you're going to be a quarantine slob and just watch Netflix, and not do anything other than just kind of hang out, uh, that's okay too. Yeah, I was actually going to say something similar, which w- was uh, try to reel it back on the self-judgment. Yes. Because, uh, look, uh, we're creatives, we're doing things here in the studio, but um, almost once a day, uh, maybe more than once a day, I've found myself saying to myself, I should be better than this. I should be doing more than I'm doing. I should be handling this better. Yeah. Uh, lots of self-judgment about what I think I should be doing right now. Exactly. I should be doing more to make sure my business survives this pandemic. Yeah. I should be more emotionally stable. I should blah, blah, blah. I should be exercising more. I should be blah, blah, blah. I should be more creative. Yeah. A lot of times we have our routines and we're very used to doing something. Uh, which distracts us from our own thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time where we are kind of here and some things are put on pause and other things are not, uh, there's more time to hear the thoughts that are already going on in your head of the shoulds and should nots. So, well, you should be, look at, you have all this time. You should be working out. You should be doing this. You're, you're letting yourself go. You're this, you're that. And, a lot of that has an effect not only on your emotions, but your your creative output. Well, it certainly doesn't motivate you to be a badass no. when you're berating yourself. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, the one thing to remember is that whether or not we're in quarantine or not, we are badasses. And I think that just getting up in the morning and looking in the mirror and reminding yourself that like, you know what? I'm going to carpe the diem out of this shit today. 
Or as I like to say, seize the carp. Yeah, I'm going to seize the carp today as much as I possibly can within what is in my control. Yeah. Um, I think during this time, there's a lot of people that are a little bit too focused on the things that they can't control versus the things that they do have control over. Yeah, and you know that if you had plans for your creative business uh, that require you to be out and about doing things, then those plans are probably indefinitely on hold. Yeah, yeah, they're put on hold. And so you have no control over that. So if you are uh, stressing out about it, then you're stressing out over nothing. Mm -hmm. There's no point to it. So, I mean, so what, what kind of things do we have control over? Um, I guess the, the first thing I would say is be flexible, be flexible with your schedule, be flexible with, uh, what it is that you're doing. Yeah. Um, don't give yourself, don't stick to that old rigid routine that you were so used to. And a lot of people get thrown out of whack, man, when things are not going according to the way that they're used to. Yes, absolutely. I, I myself sometimes get thrown out of whack when things aren't going the way that I'm used to. Yeah. And, and it's being flexible and taking the opportunity to, you know, this is an extreme situation. Like we're in lockdown. There's a pandemic. Uh, people are dying. You know, there's, there's, there's a lot of, this is very extreme, but to be able to take a look at this and say, like, I have the ability to be flexible. I have a, I have the ability to focus on, what it is that I can focus on now that I can do. Yeah. So I'm still writing myself my daily stuff that I want to do in my planner, my critical six list, if you will. Right. Um, but I've gotten more comfortable over the last couple of weeks with just Xing something out like this thing is just not going to happen today. And yeah. that's got to be okay. Yeah. Because A, I can't logistically make it work or B, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. So like maybe I was going to launch this new project, but I got to deal with my feelings today. And also I'm celebrating the little things that I cross off the list because I did them, including I watered our 30 plants. Right. You know, I made sure that our plants are okay. I tidied up the house. I whatever the little things. Yeah. The little things that that, you know, and setting those setting those small goals for yourself during this time. I mean, that's the the second one after being flexible and being flexible is the first one because that's really, really important. But the second one is get ready and plan things out. Get ready. You know, if if you are the kind of person that is used to waking up in the morning and taking a shower and getting dressed and doing whatever it is that that you do in order to start your day, um, start your day. It can be beneficial it to keep be, those things yeah, in place. Yeah, it could be very beneficial to keep those certain parts of your routine in place because a lot of those parts of your routine are very closely tied up with your self-esteem. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, for example, and plan out your day. Get excited about what you're going to work on tomorrow, whether it is I'm going to sketch five drawings. I am going to write, attempt to write at least three paragraphs in my book. Um, I'm going to work on a song. I'm going to, uh, whatever it is that you plan on doing, even if it's like, I'm going to binge watch a full season of this or that, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, you get up, you get excited about it. And that way you have something 
that you are looking forward to doing. I think that that's, that's one of the biggest things here because essentially what a lot of people are saying that they're experiencing is Groundhog Day. Yeah, which it, it comes with directionlessness. Right. A lot of like staring out the window, checking emails that I've already checked, reading countless articles, not really sure what I'm doing with my day, which is why I keep my critical six yeah. list going. You can easily, you could easily get lost in your own uh, life and your own routine because when, when things break from routine, it's easy to lose direction. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you got to be flexible. You got to give yourself something to be excited about. So, and it doesn't have to be like super productive. It's not like if you're not productive today, then you're worthless. That's, that's it. You want to stay away from that. It could be anything. It could be like, you know what? I've always wanted to watch the old Star Trek episodes, like all of them. I could probably knock those out in three days. So the next three days is the Star Trek marathon. And what do I have? I've got popcorn. I've got this. This is it. We're going to do this. And you make that your primary mission in life. And, you know, things are only as important as you make them. So make it fun. Make it an important challenge. Like, can I do this? Can I, can I do this thing? Um, and for some of us, especially us creatives, there might be uh, some portraits. There might be sketching. There might be something in art like watercolor. Watercolor is extremely challenging for me. Right now is the perfect time for me to challenge myself with watercolor. Not not, not make it this important uh, like life or death thing, but just make it something where it's like, okay, I've got time to work on some watercolor paintings. Let me challenge myself to do a small watercolor every day for the next 30 days. Mm-hmm. I can do that. And then that gives me an overall goal and mission. And in order to get that started, I know when I wake up, I'm going to brush my teeth. I'm going to wash my face. Mm-hmm. I may take a shower. I'm going to get dressed and get ready for my day, even though I'm not going to go anywhere or do anything outside of the house. But I'm going to do whatever it takes to feel good right from the get-go because right now it is really easy to wake up and feel directionless and just go back to bed, which is also fine if that's where you're at. But if you're unhappy with that and you want to change that, then give yourself something to be excited about. And it doesn't have to be important. It just has to be something that you are excited about doing. Or at least motivated. I personally have been trying to strike a balance between creativity, being a complete sloth, handling domestic tasks, and administrative stuff. So, like, I wake up in the morning and I'm like, do I feel creative today? If the answer is yes, then I might pursue something creative. Yeah. If the answer is no, then I'm like, what other things can I knock out? For example, watering plants doing our sales tax report, checking emails, whatever the case, um, and just trying to strike a balance between that. Do I feel like having a party today in the studio? Maybe not, but I can still celebrate the win of like crossing these other things off. Right. I mean, the one thing, the one thing I would uh, take a look at though in that situation is because a lot of people are going to have a really difficult time with mood. So if you're sitting there and you're beating yourself up because you're not uh, working on a painting, for example, and then the next day you wake up and you're still beating yourself up about not working on a painting, 
And then the next day you wake up and you're still beating yourself up because you haven't worked on the painting. In that situation, I would say just start on the damn painting. Yeah. You know, just just five minutes. Just fachunk that fucker and put five minutes into it and that's it. Just five minutes today, five minutes tomorrow, five minutes the next day. Get it started at least because if you put five minutes into it and after the five minutes you're like, yeah, I'm not into it, then you put it away. You're right. I have a creative project that I've been putting off because it's new and I've been afraid to screw it up. Yeah. And um, every day I'm like, I'm going to do this thing and then I haven't been. So you're right. I should chunk that. Yeah. Just five minutes. Just put five minutes into it and see if it's genuine that you're not feeling creative. See if it's genuine that you don't feel like having a dance party. Mm-hmm. If you dance party for five minutes and after that you're like, yeah, I don't want to do this, then you you don't dance party. You actually weren't in the mood to dance party. But if you dance party for five minutes and you're like, hell yeah, let's do this thing, then then you dance party. Our emotions are all over the scale. So it's important to like take a look at those things. Like, yes, maybe I'm not feeling creative today, but maybe I'm not feeling creative today because I'm feeling a little bit discouraged about the world. Yeah. And maybe the best thing for me to do right now is to do something creative so that I'm not discouraged about the world. Yeah, it is an interesting kind of Ouroboros effect where what you're doing is directly tied into your emotions, but your emotions are also directly tied into what you're choosing to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that goes in hand with the the next one, which is create new habits. So things that you felt like you didn't have time to do or knowledge that you felt that you didn't have, you know, for example, my cousin, uh, he's a DJ and right now is the perfect opportunity for him to really get to know the new DJ system that he has. If uh, you wanted to learn how to play guitar, give yourself a chunk uh, guitar learning. Five day, five five minutes a day. Absolutely. Um, if you want to learn how to, that's what I was talking about with watercolor. If you want to learn how to do watercolor painting, give yourself five minutes to do a watercolor every day. Yeah, I'm going to be delving into my whole world of needle felting. Even yeah. Though, and it's funny because needle felting is really enjoyable and like really relaxing. But I've been like, ooh, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, another well, th- friend of ours is taking the opportunity to finally launch the website that he's been talking about having. Yes. There's a ton of stuff on Skillshare, a ton of stuff on YouTube, just a whole bunch of stuff out there for you to delve into. Yeah, absolutely. You, especially, you know, this podcast is geared towards creatives, but it's geared towards everybody. You're a creative or you, there is something creative that you've wanted to do. Uh, go on YouTube and pick, pick one. Pick yeah. one and decide that that's what you're going to practice that day. And like I said, just chunk it. Five minutes. Five minutes. And in the realm of changing your habits, conversely, there might be some things that you're used to that just don't work right now. Yep. And try to be okay with that. Yep. And that's where the flexibility works in. Like yeah. change some Change some habits. Be flexible. Things may not be working right now that that's what you're used to. Mm-hmm. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, one of the other uh, ones that I have on here is include people that you're with. So like, you know, you and I mm-hmm. are in the quarantine right now. It's just you and I. 
Uh, we're not really socializing with anybody else other than friends and family here and there, FaceTiming with them and different things like that. We also obviously uh, do a live stream on the internet and we have several different outlets like this podcast. Uh, we have Patreon. We have YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. We have different things that we do, whether it's with our patrons or with our YouTubers or with podcast people. So we're still staying connected and a lot of the projects that we're working on, um, we're kind of including them in the fun. Yeah. So I think there's a way to still stay connected and going hand in hand with create new habits and things that uh, maybe you're not used to doing or things that you've been afraid to do or that you felt that you didn't have the time to do. I think for a lot of us creatives, it's approaching the internet. And approaching the different, the various plethora of opportunities that there are on the internet to not only show your work, but to connect with people from around the world. Absolutely. Um, because we are physically, socially distancing, uh, we, we don't have to virtual distance. Right. And although it's not the same as seeing someone face to face, getting a hug, et cetera, et cetera, it's different. It's always been different, but it's different in a good way, connecting with people from all over the world. You can find people that are like minded just in the different groups that there are. You can find creative people. You can find people that are interested in rocks. You could find uh, people that are interested in Star Trek. You could find, I mean, there are already. Uh, a lot of groups out there that are formed that you could be a part of and that you could communicate with those people, people mm -hmm. that are a little bit more like-minded to you. Or you just put out your stuff and then people that are like-minded to you will be attracted to the content that you're putting out there. Absolutely. Um, doing live streams, being able to connect with people. I think that it's awesome. For a lot of artists, uh, one of the suggestions is using Zoom. If you're not able to connect with maybe your collectors or with people face-to-face, uh, do a Zoom auction. Do something, something when it comes to to your art and sharing your art out there and find different ways of sharing your opinion and your art and whatever art form it is, whether it is paintings, jewelry, music, uh, your writing. Um, right now is the perfect opportunity to write a book if you've ever thought of writing a book and maybe start forming some new habits with that and include other people in the process of, of the writing of your book. Yeah, including potentially your family members who you're now home with, who you're not used to being all up in your grill all the time. I said, I didn't realize I was so loud until you were trying to record your audiobook. Yeah. And we spend all our time together. People are like, man, so my spouse is working from home now and like, that's different. Or my kids are home. But I'm also seeing a lot of family group activities that maybe people weren't having time for yeah. before, like building a fort in the living room. Yeah, I think I think that that kind of stuff is really awesome. I think getting creative and going back into that mindset of the creativity, you know, building a fort in your house. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's okay. Having a, having a pretend stargazing session, uh, by, by putting pinpricks in a solo cup. Yep. Um, doing a, what are, what are those things called that for mousetrap? A Rube Goldberg contraption. Yeah. Rube, yeah. Just build one of those contraptions that paints, you know, like yep. <laughs> something fun like that. Um, especially if you're at home and you feel like you've got a lot of time on your hands. 
Or if you're like, I don't know what to do with yeah. these other humans that are in this house with me. Listen, things are things are dark out there. Things are a little bit depressing. And there is so much more power in laughter and in smiling than in catastrophizing. Not just for your personal benefit, but I think collectively. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. One of the other things that I have on the list is take breaks. Don't overdo it. I yeah. think I think a lot of people might try to force themselves to overdo it. I that's what was happening with me with the audiobook. I gave myself an impossible impossible deadline yes, to did. get the audiobook done uh by this week and realistically uh there was no way that I was going to be able to get it done until May. And so Immediately, I subconsciously deleted about a hundred pages worth of audiobook recording. Yeah. And now I have to re-record pages. So now I'm going to have to go out there and make the announcement and say, like, this isn't going to be done until sometime in May, which is what I should have done in the first place. Yeah. Basically, what you did was you set an impossible deadline for yourself, which kind of set you up for disappointment. And then you berated yourself for it. And now you're hitting the reset button, but, and it's a valuable lesson. Yeah. But you didn't have to put yourself through that. Right. Exactly. I didn't, I did not have to. And I think that for a lot of people that are used to being very productive Mm -hmm. at this point in time, um, being at home, there is this thought that can easily cause you to go down a downward spiral of, I'm a productive person, and if I'm not doing something productive, that means that I'm worthless. Or I'm a loser. Yeah, so like your self-esteem is directly tied on how much productivity you're you're putting out there. Yeah, I would say that's one of my personal biggest challenges through this is the whole idea that like I should be better than what I'm being. I should be doing more. Our house should be immaculate all the time. Everything should be taken care of. Like, I have more than enough time. So, like, everything should be handled efficiently and perfectly. Yeah, you should have all the jewelry in the world produced. I I should have, like, five paintings that I should have finished within the last week. I should have finished the audiobook. I should have done this. I should have done that, mm-hmm. you know, because you have more time. Other than that, you're just a loser because you haven't done it. And it's really, really easy to beat yourself up. And of course, what ends up happening when you're waking up and you're already beating yourself up because you're missing your deadline or you're missing your goal is you become completely unproductive. Yeah. You know, productivity doesn't come from uh, being narrow-minded like that. No. Nor does it come from fear of repercussions. Yeah. And, And us creatives, especially when you are thinking about it in the sense of productivity, like I need to be more productive. Your motivator could be money. Your motivator could be productivity, time, whatever it is. And if that's what your motivator is, that works beautifully if you're stuffing envelopes. Yes. Right? If you're doing something that is repetitive in nature, that works fine because then it's a race against time. It's a race of whatever I need to do uh, I need to stuff a thousand envelopes by four o'clock. That's great. That's a great motivator. But as far as being a creative, all that does is narrow your focus and cause your concentration to not expand into those creative horizons of thinking outside of the box. Yeah. Basically what they found was that the best creative motivator was just having fun. Yeah. Yeah. 
And oh my God, right now is the perfect opportunity to just have fun. And the reward of having a good time was a much better motivator than the fear of not accomplishing things. Exactly. I know that a lot of people out there might be dealing with uh, financial things as well. Mm -hmm. We are as well. Um, It's very unknown. Uncertainty. Now, the one thing that we are used to dealing with is uncertainty when it comes to our finances because we don't collect a check week to week. Right. Things could dry up for us in a month. Things could dry up for us in for two months. And even with multiple streams of income in a situation like this where most of those streams of income have slowed or stopped altogether, it's like, what are you going to do? Yeah. This is one of the things that is kind of out of our control right now. And Exa- it is for a lot of people. Right now, at this point in time, a lot of the things that we're looking at financially are on the internet because we're not going to be able to put out a show no. and have people come to the show. We're not going to do face-to-face things. We're so not having studio visits. Not I'm ha- not doing freelance work right now. I, yeah. Exactly. So at this point, it's like, okay, well, in this situation, what can we do? Because focusing on what I can't do, focusing on the ways that I can't make money right now are not going to get me anywhere. Absolutely not. And I mean, demotivate you. And that's where, that's where the fun comes in on it. And I know, I know a lot of people will scoff at this and be like, well, you know, it's a dire situation. I get that. I get that. It is easy to downward spiral into that. But really, what can I do? The best thing I could do is focus on what I can do. Yeah. Focus on, on where I could go. What can I do today? A, the most important thing for me to do is to stay in an empowered, happy, badass mindset. To stay in a place of badassery and not get into a place of, of feeling like a victim to this entire situation. Mm-hmm. Because it can easily happen because this situation sucks. Yeah, it sucks and it's completely unknown. I mean, the future is like, we don't know. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Will your efforts, what, it, even if you focus on what you can do and have a good time and explore your options, will it be financially fruitful? I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes know. the most empowered place I can find with the finances is, I don't know. Yeah. Neither does anybody else. Yep. And that's fine. I'm not going to focus on that. Uh, everybody's kind of in the same boat. And I think I think that goes hand in hand with the last one, which is if you need to freak out, then freak out. Yeah. Have a freak out. Have a freak out. Like don't don't try to uh hold it together because I need to hold it together, whatever. If you need to cry, have a cry. Kind of like the Dane Cook, you know, like I did my best. Yes. I did my best. Like if you need to freak out, that's fine. Yell. We have a punching bag now. So like if there is pent up emotion, which can easily happen when you're locked inside. Mm-hmm. Um, punch the punching bag. Get, yeah. Get rid of the emotion. Scream into a pillow. It's okay. In one of the articles I read recently, it said, uh, we are one of the first generations that has feelings about our feelings. Yeah. Meaning we have a feeling and then we have feelings about whether or not we should be feeling that feeling and what that feeling means. And oftentimes now we're judging ourselves on the feelings yeah. that we're having. I shouldn't be feeling angry. I shouldn't be feeling despair. I shouldn't be feeling grief. I shouldn't be feeling doom cloud. Yeah. And it's better to, in my opinion, 
It's better to allow yourself to feel the feeling than to try to stuff it down. Oh, absolutely. It's not good to live there if it's despair or anger, but you have to you have to let it out. Yeah. What are you going to do with it? I mean, that's the thing. Like you either bury it and it's just going to be there and it's it doesn't go away. It stays in there and then the next time you have another angry moment or despair moment and you bury that, you're just stacking that emotion on top of the other despair. And then you're stacking it and stacking it. Eventually, you're going to have to – it's going to come out. It's interesting. I had also read in studies they found that when they interviewed people, people were afraid to allow themselves to feel their negative feelings for fear that they would then get stuck there. But the interesting thing about feelings and what we know is that feelings are a moving thing. Yeah. They're not really a static thing. Feelings, kind of regardless of what you do, feelings pass through you. They don't necessarily stay with you. Now, the duration can vary, I think, depending on what you're accustomed to. Yeah, what you're used to doing. Um, But all feelings eventually change yeah they do and and honestly when you're looking at your feelings and you're realizing like okay i'm feeling i'm feeling despair right now or i'm feeling jealousy or i'm feeling anger or i'm feeling whatever it is um there comes a point where that feeling starts to peter out Mm -hmm. a little bit or you get to a place where like you get so exhausted of feeling despair that you actually give yourself a momentary break. And in that moment of time, you're able to look at this or look at whatever it is that you're thinking about that's causing that feeling and think to yourself like, all right, how can I change my perspective? Is there any way for me to look at this in an empowered way? Mm -hmm. You know, and not ignoring what you're feeling, but just even the act of asking the question sets in motion a pattern interrupt into that feeling. You're, you're interrupting that pattern. So you're, you're feeling the despair. Is there any way that I can feel even slightly empowered? Not, not, not like, Oh, I, I am so positive right now that everything is great. And you just slap a happy face sticker on it. You don't want to slap a happy face sticker on it. Cause then all you're doing is burying the negative emotions. Yeah. And in my experience, what actually perpetuates negative feelings is the attempt to bury them or Ex- distract yourself. Exactly. Exactly. So you're just, you're just taking a step up. Like, yes, I'm feeling despair right now. The world is whatever. Is there any way that I could feel a little bit better about this situation that I could feel a little bit more empowered? And it could be something as small as you look around your house and you're like, well, at least I still have this, or at least I still have that, or at least I'm, I'm still breathing or at least any little thing, any little thing. At least I have this amazing cup of coffee right now. Mm-hmm. For me, for example, the world, it, things are a bit dark. People are dying. It's scary out there. Uh, there's a pandemic. Uh, we've been locked in the house for a while. Financially, who knows what's going to happen. I could easily go into despair because of that. But... Is despair going to get me anywhere? It's not. No. You know, and and that's that's where I'm at. It's like, that's fine. And I felt despair, but eventually coming out of it, I'm like, well, it's not really good. All I'm doing is just making myself more dep- like I want to feel empowered. How can I feel empowered in this situation? Because despair is not getting me anywhere. Yeah. So it's like cry if you need to. 
scream if you need to, hit a pillow or a punching bag if you need to, but don't stay there. And look, you might not be able to reach for empowered no, from despair. No, you just, might, just a little bit better. You might be able to reach for calm or whatever you can or, reach or for. Or just less despair. Less despair. You know, the, the thing is what works for me whenever I've found myself being in a place of despair, actual angry, like angry makes yeah. me feel more empowered. So I'll like, uh, you know, and I won't be angry at someone or at something, but I'll look at the situation like, oh my God, our financial situation sucks. And then I'll like, uh, maybe pound my fist or punch the punching bag in that moment and be like, I'm in control. I make my own economy. I blow, you know, like I'll say whatever it is that I could say that reminds me that no matter what the perspective that I have, over who I am and what I'm capable of is ultimately where the emotions come from. Mm -hmm. So if I'm feeling like a victim to my situation and I feel like there is nothing I could do and that I'm trapped, then I'm going to feel despair. But if I'm able to look at the same situation and say, wait a second, okay, I'm feeling despair. There is this side of me that feels that, but can this change? Can I switch my perspective? Does this have to be true for me? And it doesn't. You could basically make whatever it is that you want to be true for you to be true for you. Now, don't beat yourself up because you go into despair because it's just showing you like, oh, I've got these emotions. Yeah. And also, uh, we're not telling you you have to. It's not like oh, I got to keep myself in a good place because Rafi and Klee said that that's no, the good yeah. thing to do or like I should. You know, that's just another form of beating yourself up. Yeah, exactly. Do just do what you need to. I think the the thing that we're saying is it's all okay. Yeah. It's all, whatever, whatever place you're in, whatever you're choosing to do, it's all all right. No one's judging you. No one has the right to judge you right now. And you don't have the right to judge yourself harshly either. Um, but there are things you can do to make your life a little easier yeah. right now. And essentially what we're saying is just do you. Yeah. Just do you. We're also saying you got this. Things are different and they're going to be different for a while. Uh so employ whatever tactics you can to make the most of the quarantine. Yep. So just remember, being a slob, absolutely okay. You don't have to be totally productive. Just don't beat yourself up about it. Be flexible. Get ready and, you know, plan things out if that's the kind of thing that works for you. Create new habits. Take this inter this opportunity to create new habits like hit the internet and stuff. Include the people that you're with or online in the fun. Take a lot of breaks. Take as many breaks as you want. Just breathe. And if you need to freak out, then freak the fuck out. Yep. Don't uh, don't beat yourself up if you need to freak out a little bit. And yeah, that's it. I guess uh, we'll go back to our uh, quarantine day, which <laughs> involved today talking to you guys on the podcast. And we are actually having a live stream on our main YouTube channel on Wednesday at 7 p.m. 7 Central. 7, 7 p.m. Central. That's that's what I just 7 Central p.m. I, how do you say that? 7, 7 p.m. Central. Yeah, 7 yep. p.m. Central. Yep. You're welcome, you guys. <laughs> 
And, uh, and I guess that's it. You guys have an amazing, awesome week and get super creative and, or, or watch a lot of Netflix or do whatever the hell you want to do. Um, just, just remember that we adore you. Be kind to yourself. Yeah. And each other. Yeah, absolutely. Keep smiling. Keep, uh, keep being a badass because that's what you guys are. Badasses. Indeed. And, uh, that's it. Say goodbye, Clee. Good day. Adios.